of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore. Welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. You have found the horror returns. For all of you who delight in dread, fantasize about fear, and glorify gore, welcome home. This is the podcast that proves that the horror never ends. Each episode, we seek out and review a brand new horror movie, then go back and find a classic work with similar themes. We look at both similarities and differences. Our goal here is to explore how our perceptions of fear remain the same from generation to generation but also to point out how the presentation can change based on the social and political climate of the times. We include spoilers for the new film. However, we will wait until the very end of the show to spoil the new feature, and we will let you know before we do so with a spoiler alert. If you don't wish to hear the spoilers, simply turn it off at that point, and we promise you won't miss a thing. We generally assume you guys have already seen the classic film, so there will be spoilers when we discuss anything that's been out for at least a year. The other thing we may do from time to time is use a few uh, four-letter words. This is a horror podcast, and horror movies tend to be R-rated, so you can pretty much expect us to be too. I'm Lance, and with me as always are my co-hosts Brian and Philip. And we got a special guest with us again this week. Uh, you guys might know him from Train to Busan. It's uh, Kevin Nez from the Mac Nez Podcast and East Society. How's it going, man? I'm good, man. Thank you for uh, having me back on. The last time was was uh, fucking amazing. It was. I had a blast. Thank you so much. And yeah, what's up, guys? Back, man. Love to have you on. Thank you. Yeah, real quick, man, uh, like housekeeping-type issue um, before we get started so we don't forget to ask you later, uh, just in case I, I do forget. Um, let our listeners know. What, a lot, I think a lot of our listeners listen to your show as well, but let everybody know where, where they can find you, man. Uh, you can find my show. I have two shows, uh, like Lance said, the Magnus Podcast, as well as the East Society that uh, I'm a co-host on that one with uh, – my buddy, the Zisu. Uh, you can find both of those shows on iTunes and Podbean. Uh, just look up a uh, Skater Nez Podcast Network. Both shows will pop up. Uh, that's S K, the number eight, E R, N E Z, two words, Podcast Network. It'll all pop up on there. I'm also uh, on Facebook. Just look up Magnus Podcasts. Uh, that page will pop up, as well as the E Society. Two separate pages. <laughs> Uh, those will all pop up, and I'm on. So, uh, as you know, because you, you've been on here before, but we like to start with our cool of the week, man. And you're our guest, so uh, you go first. Uh, hmm. I don't want to talk about the movies we're about to talk about, but I think the coolest thing I've seen this week is uh, was the 
last night's uh, uh, NXT TakeOver San Antonio. Oscar uh, she retained her, uh, her title. So I was hyped about that. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna sound really really uh, <laughs> dumb here. What the fuck is NXT? Is that wrestling or what? It's yeah, it's wrestling for uh, some of you for, for some of you fans that don't know. Brian knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, WWE wrestling. They're uh, uh, the guys that they're that are coming up before they get to the big show, before they go to Raw or SmackDown and and all that stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's basically like a developmental. I got to get back into WWE, man. Yeah. My kid loves it. He's got he's got the new WWE game for the Xbox One, and I hadn't watched the shit since Stone Cold, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and gearing up for uh, the Royal Rumble tonight. Uh, that's taking place down there as well in San Antonio. So All right. I'm yes. hyped for that. Now wait a minute. I thought uh, I, I don't know wrestling, but I thought the Royal Rumble took place in in England or something. No, no. Where the fuck did I get that idea? I don't know. All right, Brian. What's your cool of the week? Let's move on. Save me. Uh, Okay. um, My cool of the week. uh, I've I've said it many times that my love for the the show, the Goldbergs. The Goldbergs. And uh, yeah, a lot of uh, I've been going through a lot of the classic '80s movies with my youngest, and uh, yeah, so I I introduced her to the Goonies and. the Karate Kid. Awesome! Wow! Dude, yeah, double bill. Yeah, boy. yeah. She wasn't really feeling the Karate Kid. I mean, no. She, yeah, she got excited for the, um, I guess the 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 most known parts of the movie. Yeah, right. And Mr. but Miyagi. but she, yeah, but she was super excited for the Goonies. Well, that's cool. I, yeah, I, I can dig on that. So that was pretty. T-shirt. Yeah, that was pretty cool, but. Uh, my my actual thing I wanted to talk about. I did do my uh, homework that we talked about from the last show. I finished the OA, and I also finished Westworld. Awesome. Which one do you like better? Um, at first I would have said Westworld. Mm-hmm. But the OA, the it, it had me thinking because. There was there was episodes that pulled me in, and then there was episodes that kind of lost me, and then yeah. it pulled me back in. And um, I know a lot of people didn't like the ending. That, but that, that was my issue. I kind of dug it. It yeah. it kind of left it, it. I like I like endings like that where it gets people into discussion, you know, debate on you know what they think really happened, and um, yeah. Right? I kind of, I'm probably going to end up going, uh, going to watch it a second time because, um, I think there there might have been some some things I probably missed watching it the first time, so I'm uh, probably end up going to give it a second time through. And um, as far as Westworld, I thought it really uh, it was slow in the beginning for me, but uh, the second half of the season really picked up. And, oh yeah, um, I'm really looking forward to season two, which found out we're not getting until 2018. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. So yeah, I, heard, I heard about that as well. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, that's my cool. In Westworld, uh, did you see the movies and the the old 80s TV show? I seen the movie a long time ago. I probably need to give it a rewatch. I meant to do it before the the actual show started. But as far as any of the other stuff, no, I haven't seen it. 
I don't okay, even. I just watched the I just watched the movie and I just watched the uh, the pilot episode for um the first uh, it was called Beyond Westworld. Um okay. I'm still I've only watched like maybe two episodes of uh the new TV show and I don't even really remember it. I need to go back and just start it over. Right. But do they mention do they ever mention um a medieval world or Roman world in the new series? It's, um but it's funny you should say that because on the well, I'm sure Brian's about to go into it. Uh, that that last episode teaser. Yeah, it, I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but they do mention other. There's other parks, basically. Other. Yeah. They leave it. They leave it okay. kind of open for the for the other parks, but it's not really a part of the storyline. Uh, another thing I thought: Did they ever mention? I mean, I thought they did, but I'm not sure. Did they ever mention anything about the the movie? They reference it, did they? Okay, all right. I, yeah, I, I believe they they kind of reference it as a as an incident as a, that as took place. Incident. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because I wasn't sure if this was just from the beginning again or after what happened in the movie and happened in the the eighties TV show. The eighties TV show didn't last very long, so I wasn't sure if they were gonna talk about any of that because i didn't like what was going on on the tv show i thought that or the new the old tv show i thought that was stupid but uh the movie for when it came out i thought it was amazing so I i'm, I'm really watch the movie i'm, I'm really I, gonna jump into the, the the new tv show i forgot there was i didn't one. uh i didn't realize there was an 80s tv show kevin yeah it was called beyond westworld no shit. i think there was All a right. I, I think there was another i'm pretty sure there was another movie called future world yeah, I yeah, I believe so. I saw it, but I don't, I don't remember that one at all. That it's was a long a while, time huh? ago. Yeah, <laughs> I think Westworld was probably my cool of the week last week. This week, I got to go uh, with OA because uh, I I watched it with my wife, which actually means that I watched it and then she watched it, so I caught some more scenes from it the second time. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I really liked it. Uh, my, I, I did have kind of a gripe with the ending, and that's part of why I like Westworld better. I, I was a huge fan of that series, man. I totally forgot that there was a movie, and I really want to go back and watch it uh, because that, that series was amazing to me. And I like the way that they kind of tied everything up in a little bow, but then still left the season two, you know, teaser there. And uh, yeah. uh, I think that that was kind of my issue with the OA. Like, I don't I don't think that they, they had one solid storyline that they tied up before they went to the next one. I feel like they're still in the first storyline and never really ended that part and just left it totally open. And it kind of irritates me when they do that, especially in movies or or yeah, I ha- running shows like this, but still, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, the OA, I have so many questions. Like, Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> when the series was... Yeah, when the series was over, I really thought of... Because I had listened to a couple podcasts that was um, reviewing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just... After listening to the... It just really made me think about some stuff that I just... Don't know if they really explained it like right. they should have or... Like I've got one big issue with the whole concept of the thing, but I, you know, I don't want to get too into it because it's yeah, that's a whole lot of spoiler territory. <laughs> yeah, it's that it's a very it's hard to talk about that show without spoiling it. But it's still it's still a good show. It's definitely worth watching. Absolutely. I mean, um, 
the ending is just basically like, you know, it didn't work for you. It kind of worked for me. It's right. kind of, you know, however you take it. Yeah, it does. I, it, it takes away from it a little, but it doesn't make it not a good show. It was really fun to watch. Yeah, well, it's it's definitely a watch. I, I kind of thought the way they ended it, they, al- they almost like forced their hand that they have to have a second season now. Right. That's what I'm there's saying. there's no fucking way that it ended like that. And I like it I when mean, they tie it in a little bow. I mean, it, it was cool. Maybe leave that, a teaser, but don't. I, th- I think it was cool that she obviously found the fifth movement. At that, we won't go too much into spoilers, <laughs> yeah. but it would just suffice to say <laughs> she found that and that tied everything together. But then they fucking in that last scene, it's like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, <laughs> which I like as long as they come back and and explain it, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that they didn't finish their thought. <laughs> that, that, that way, bothers huh? me. <laughs> yeah, I'm slow. I'm slowly working my way through that one because it's just not. I mean, I like what's going on, but it's just right? not like it keeping me excited to. I need to see what happened next. Next, so, but oh, I'm yeah. still see, getting was, through it. I was like that with Westworld. Bad dude. I finished that one in like two days. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me because uh, uh, um, uh, the Zisu on on my other show, the East Society. He he finished it, and he was kind of like. It was good, but he wasn't really happy with the ending. Wasn't satisfied, huh? For the OA? Yeah. Yeah. Let, yeah. Me let, me, let me ask you guys this. Have, have, has anyone seen the uh, the extended, the new extended trailer for uh, uh, the the movie that we're going to review in a couple of weeks, A Cure for Wellness? Um, I, don't I, think I, I, I think I've seen the extended one. Well, if you see the, the, the mad scientist doctor in that. Oh, uh, Jason Scott. Isaacs. Yeah, the same guy that's in the OA, man. Yeah, he oh. plays that. He plays that role really good. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> great, great acting. That's got me. That, that's got me even more excited about about the movie. Is it, are you guys talking about um, Malfoy's dad from uh, Harry Potter? Oh my gosh, that is him, huh? <laughs> oh it is. yeah. <laughs> I've never seen a Harry Potter movie in my life. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I see. Uh, Every time I see him acting in something, all I can think about is his. Uh, that's Malfoy's dad. <laughs> He's pretty good, man. I, I I like him in the OA. He's great. Very very fucking sinister, yeah. huh? Yeah. <laughs> but like, but you can. It, there's reasons for it, you know. He's not just evil right? to be evil. Yeah that that is a that is a storyline in that show that I if they do a season two, I want them to get more into it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because he's still around, obviously. I yeah. think I don't know. You know they don't really. They didn't, they they didn't don't, kill them off. Like anything, I said, so. they don't finish their thought. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's cool, man. I'm I'm looking but forward it, to season two. I, I hope Netflix and Netflix is famous for uh, continuing shows. So hopefully they'll they'll keep this. Yeah, I, as of now, the it's, it hasn't been renewed or nothing. So yeah, last I saw, it hadn't been. But it took forever for um, uh, the uh, the other show that they have on Netflix uh, since eight. Have you guys seen that one? I. I watched like a episode and it just it didn't. Oh, dude! I don't know. Yeah, I fucking hated the first episode. Uh huh. So glad I stuck with it, dude. That was one of my favorite shows. I remember you talking about a couple it. Of years back. It was just awesome. Okay. But they finally renewed it, but it took them about three months after the first season ended before they announced it. So that could be okay. the case here, you know. But uh, yeah, it's anyway. it's getting a lot of talk. So. Anyway, my uh, my my cool of the week was uh, you guys ever heard of the director uh, Mickey Keating? I uh, can't say that I have. Kevin, does that ring a bell off the top of your head? No, it doesn't. 
All right. Well, I I, I did a little uh, Mickey Keating Film Festival, uh, and all and all three of these movies are on Netflix, so they're they're uh, pre- you know pretty easy to find. Um, the first movie that I I watched him in order that he made the the films. The first one I watched was called Pod. And okay, um, I've seen that one. I've seen that one. Yeah. What did you think about it, man? Um, it was okay. Uh, I I can't remember some podcast I was listening to. Uh, told me about it, so I watched it. Um, hmm. From what I remember, I mean, I thought I thought it was a good movie, but then I just kind of blended it in with the other type of movies like that. Well, I I think it was his first film, and I mean the you know it, it wears its budget on its sleeve for sure. I mean it's super super low budget, but I thought he did a great job. And a- actually, with all three movies I saw, he did a fantastic job of presenting um, mental illness because in pod, it was really all about a guy that's uh, that was in the military and he's suffering from PTSD and he finds like an alien pod and he puts it in the basement. Nobody, nobody believes him. Um, But they did a great job. And I thought, I thought his acting was really good conveying, you know, how damaged he was from, from his time in the military and his, his uh, stress that he suffered and everything. I, th- I thought that was the best part of that movie. Uh, the second one I saw was called Darling. Have y'all heard of this one? I haven't. It's really good, man. <laughs> this uh, it, it's the same chick that was in that was in Pod, and she actually plays a uh, a young lady that moves into a uh, building in Manhattan, like a really old school, uh, you know, like an apartment type building. I guess, I guess it's like this this older lady, which is actually played by Sean Young, which I didn't realize until the credits rolled. I'm like, God damn, that was Sean Young. Damn, she's aged. But um, <laughs> it was it was it was really fucking fascinating. It was all filmed in black and white, and it was also a movie about a descent into madness and insanity. And uh, I don't want to give anything away of what she does, but you know, suffice it to say, she goes fucking you know completely nuts. And it's like maybe the house really is haunted, or maybe it's just you know the shit that's going on in her brain. But it was extremely disturbing. And then the third movie that he directed that I saw was a newer one. Now this one I, I think you guys have probably heard of. It's called Carnage Park. Yes. Have you seen? I it? have heard of that. I started watching it. I haven't finished it though. I really enjoyed it. It had a lot of the same feel of. Uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Okay. Basically, it was uh, the, the uh, how do I describe it without giving anything away? A couple of guys rob a bank, and then one of one of the guys takes a girl hostage that he that he finds at the bank. And um, anyway, they they start they go out in the middle of the desert, and the cops are chasing them. And the next thing you know, somebody just starts taking sniper shots at them. And you come to find out that the dude who's sniping at him has been trapped inside of an area that he's created. He calls it Carnage Park. And he just, basically anybody who comes out of his territory, he starts shooting at him. So it's oh. another one that deals with insanity or, you know, mental illness. So anyway, I thought they were all, they were all pretty good. All three of them. I think he's, I think he's got a future. Cool. Uh, Pod, um, it was good until they showed I, this is what I thought. The aliens when they came out of the basement. Yeah, kind of cheesy, huh? Okay. Uh, before we get to the news, I just want to give a quick RIP to Mary Tyler Moore and John Hurt. Oh my they, god! Uh, yeah, 
passed away recently. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it looks like a lot. Uh, a lot of this carryover from 2016 is not being kind to 2017. Yeah, I think out of out of the out of the two, I think. I mean, John Hurt, you know, he's a legend. He's been in a, so many movies, but I think Mary Tyler Moore kind of hit me a little bit harder. Really? Cuz yeah, I'm yeah, me too. I'm only 36, but I still grew up watching uh when I was younger, I was always watching uh Nick at Night. Yeah. So I kind of grew up watching Dick Van Dyke, Mary Tyler Moore show and Yeah, actually when uh when I was supposed to be watching Raising Cain, uh, my wife said that we should have been watching Sybil. So, oh, oh did you watch it? Yeah. Oh, she uh, was in that. Yeah, no, no shit. I, I, I didn't actually watch it, but uh, uh, we couldn't find a good copy of it. Right. So I gotta go well, back and check it out again. Mary Tyler Moore was in Sybil. I thought that was Sally Field. I didn't Field. know that either, man. Was that somebody else? Sally Field was Sybil. Sally Sybil. Field was in Sybil. <laughs> maybe, maybe she, maybe she was in it. In my bad. Role, huh? Forget us. Oh, don't, don't jinx Sally Field. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. Now she's next, and it's my fault. No. All right, listeners, you heard it here first. I'm sorry, Sally Field. <laughs> okay, let, let's get into the uh, something new. I'm going to do for the news here. Um, I'm a I'm an avid um, movie collector, so I'm just going to give a quick update on upcoming um, some Blu-rays and DVDs coming out. All right. Uh, Vestron is releasing um, Layer of the White Worm and Parents on January 31st. Wow. A couple of weird and, um, ones, huh? Yeah. And uh, Lance, you already know about this one. Uh, the Phantasm box collection's coming. Uh-oh. On Blu-ray. Yeah, that's right. Does, and, does it uh, have Ravager in it? Because that would be awesome. <laughs> oh, it does. <laughs> yeah. And I think it has another disc of like uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, too. Yeah, that one is coming out March 28th, and um, is that going to be here in America or? Because I know yeah, as as far as I know, we're not getting the cool because uh, I've seen one that comes in like one of the the orbs, the balls. Oh, that yeah, and it opens up. If you've, uh, <laughs> hey, if you listen to last week's uh, horror news radio, San- Santos Ellen Jr. was fucking bitching about it the whole fucking show. I want a ball. Yeah, I, I want a ball. Yeah, goddamn it! <laughs> Apparently, that was only think, in the UK. Yeah, we're just getting a, a regular old box. Oh, so. we'll also get it, but damn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. And a quick update of Blu-rays that already uh, came out this month. Uh, Blair Witch, uh, Ouija, Origin of Evil, and... <laughs> Kevin, I heard that. <laughs> the Monster, and Slumber Party Massacre 2 and 3 Slumber, uh, right. double feature. No, I love those, but I think The Monster was the best out of everything you guys mentioned. That was a cool movie. Okay, uh, our first news... Um, the producers that uh, brought us the ABCs of Death are bringing us another horror anthology called The Field Guide to Evil. What? I, have yes. he- I heard of the ABCs of Death 2.5, but I haven't yes, heard this of The is, Field Guide to Evil. Better name. Yeah, this is going to be a whole new anthology. It's going gonna, it's gonna to have... Uh, they haven't chosen... As far as I know, there haven't any directors been chosen, but um, right. it's going to be another horror anthology. Dude, I'm all for it, man. In the, in the anthology, uh, sign me up, man. Because if that. you don't like what you're watching, just wait five minutes yeah. and it'll change. I want to see that one that was done yeah. by a bunch of chicks. It's the oh, XX? XX, yeah. Have you seen that, Kevin? Or heard about it? 
I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I watched the preview, and I, I, that one looks really good. Looks pretty good. Yeah. Hey, um, what's next? Uh, 28 Days Later in Moonlight star Naomi Harris, who uh, just recently got nominated for uh, Oscar for Moonlight, has joined uh, the cast of the video game adaption of Rampage, starring uh, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> I still don't know what to think about that one. We'll see what happens yeah, when it gets here. I well, don't know, dude. dude that, they, the director, man. They've got the rock cast in it, though. How bad can it be? <laughs> well, <laughs> fuck, dude. That's <laughs> I mean, it'll probably be cheesy Journey to the Center of the Earth type shit, but, you know, uh, from, from what I what I've been reading, they're going to they're not going to go as cheesy as a lot of people think it's going to be. Yeah. Okay. But it, but they're not going to go for a complete serious tone with the movie. Right. Either. I mean, they got to have some comedy in there, I'm sure. I, yeah. I bet it's going to be good. some comedy. I some bet you it's going to be a lot of comedy. I bet you it's going to be really good. Yeah, and uh, Rampage is uh, actually due April twentieth, two thousand eighteen. <laughs> just give, just give me a lot of monsters. That that's all I want. And, yeah, and- yeah, dude. I was excited about it until until I until I heard that uh, Brad Payton was directing it, and then I was like, "Fuck this bullshit." So man. what else has he done, dude? We've talked about this guy on the show <laughs> many times. Fucking San Andreas. Cats versus dogs. Oh, okay. So he's the journey <laughs> to the center of the earth guy. He makes cheesy, yeah, stupid movies. Bullshit, man. Yeah. Well, I like whatever. both of those movies. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> uh, but the best, the best film he's ever done, his his coup de gras, Kevin, is a little movie called Incarnate. Oh, I did not like yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah, no okay, good. Well, you were gonna scare me if you, you like know, that. Look, one. Journey to the Center of the Earth and and San Andreas and stuff like that. Oh, there's a San Andreas too. Oh, they should have looked. Yes, it it, <laughs> it really blows my mind that Incarnate and Journey the Darkness the keeps the getting mentioned on this show. Because it, no, it doesn't stop, dude. It's worth mentioning, man. Like they made we, a, gotta, we gotta warn people. They made a movie yet. with these big stars that was so bad that it's inconceivable. Uh, no, oh. nobody, nobody warned me. God damn. Yeah, for all you first time listeners, uh, Incarnate and uh, The Darkness from last year, avoid them. This year, the Bye Bye Man. What was what was your tag? What was your tagline for that, Brian? Don't see it, don't watch it. There you go. That's all you need to know. That's true. Okay, uh, getting into a little bit of Star Wars news, uh, Rogue One has officially crossed the billion-dollar mark. Wow. Which uh, I don't really... Yes. It wasn't really surprising to me. Yeah. Right. Um, what are we? Uh, some more Star Wars news. Um, Woody Harrelson uh, joins the cast of uh, the standalone Han Solo movie. I heard about that. Who the fuck is he gonna play? I don't care. I don't know. He I'm. Man. He's, yeah, he's. Good he's, in everything he's he does. Yeah, he's one of those actors. Like I never hear when he's casted in something. I'm never like, oh. Well, because he's never uh, like the main character. He's always a, a, a supplemental, but he he does that so well. That he just adds to anything that he's in, right? Yeah, yeah. It, I, I don't it's know how gotta, excited I am about him being in this. Game. I'm cool with it. Yeah, it, it depends on who he plays, though. Right. He's supposed to be a Han Solo's mentor. Well, that's what I'm hearing now. I'm what? not sure on I that. Can see but that. Woody I don't know. Yeah. All right, Kevin. Do you, man. Mm-hmm. Kevin, do you? Kevin, do you? Go ahead. Yeah, Kevin. Do you think uh, this is just going to be uh, one movie? Han Solo, or do you think they're going to try to make more of these? Um, what I think is that 
I think they will try to make more, but I think they're going to wait and to see how good this one does. Okay. Because I don't want them to. I mean, for me, I mean, I, if they, I don't even know who the kid is who's playing Han Solo. You know what? I keep forgetting his. I mean, I can remember Donald Glover's in this. Uh, Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones is in this. I cannot remember this guy's name. That's Han Solo. Y- yeah. Alden, so I mean, I don't know. Enrique or something like that. Heinrich. Well, <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see. Because I mean, I'm not going to cast my vote until after the credits start rolling. But, um. If they do go forward with it, make them good. Don't just throw them out constantly. And uh, so I, I don't know. Hey, uh, Rogue One was way better than I expected it to be. And, I mean, they haven't done wrong with Star Wars yet. On the newer stuff, you know, these last couple of movies have been really good. Excellent. Yeah, so, since Disney took over, yeah, they, they yeah. can't miss, man. Yeah, yeah. I think, they'll, I, th- I think they'll be good from here on out. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, may- just because of Disney. They yeah, have that too. Disney money to make them good. And you yeah. know, right? it's the same deal with Marvel, you know? Those Marvel no movies shit. are so kick-ass, man. And I don't even like the Avengers. They're not my guys. But, I, like, I'm, I'm an X-Men guy. Oh, I, I cannot wait for Avengers 3. I think but, yeah, mm, you're excited my, about my, the, my head is going to explode in the theater. Yeah. Because every, <laughs> every week I keep hearing more and more people casted. Yeah. They're supposed to be, like upwards of over 60 characters in this movie. Well, and they've, they've built it up enough to do that, and I, I have faith in, that they'll do it right. You know what? I think I think that's overkill. It, I'm sure, I mean, it I'm sure well, it's going to do well, well, but I'm not going to Yeah, from what I hear, it's it's they're bringing back a lot of secondary characters from older movies. Um, Liv Tyler from the Incredible Hulk movie. Right. Okay. Uh, she's coming back. Uh, to reprise her role as uh, what was her name? Betty uh, Betty Ross is that was that her name? I don't remember. Yeah, there was yeah. A Betty Ross in the in the Hulk. Uh, yeah, uh, but, uh, basically she's that. reprising her the love interest of the Hulk. Okay, that's cool. And uh, I heard Gwyneth Paltrow is coming back for a cameo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they say Natalie Portman is coming back to reprise uh, her role from I think Thor, but I blood there man. Yeah, I don't think that's... I think if she makes a cameo, it'll be a picture of her. Right. (laughs) So... They'll just put her in the cast. Yeah. (laughs) To to get people to come. Okay, uh, our last news item is the biggest news item uh, to me. Um, I'm a big fan of the the first two Terminator uh, movies. Hell yeah. Uh, James Cameron is uh, set to regain the, the rights to the franchise. Okay. And, um... Still got Arnold? They're... Um, from what I've read, he wants to do a, th- a movie that's going to take place after Terminator 2, mm-hmm, okay. and this movie will be basically the finale to the series, and they're going after Deadpool director Tim Miller. Okay. Oh, wow. I think I heard something about this, man. I'm definitely okay with all of that that you just said. I'm, I'm, that yes. works. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board. What about you, Kevin? Um, yeah, give me another Terminator, but I'm one of those rare guys that liked all of them. I mean, the first right. one being my favorite. Um, I do love T2 because that sure. seems to be the, the fan favorite of, of all favorite. the whole series. Yeah, right. But I didn't mind Rise of the Machines or, or Salvation or whatever right. whatever the last one was. I didn't mind I mean, Genesis. I, Genesis. To be honest with you, yeah. I, I kind yeah. of enjoyed all of them. I really liked Genesis. I thought that was Yeah, cool. everybody fucking yeah. shit on it, but I thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I liked them for what they were. I mean, it was exactly. entertainment. Mainly for me, um, being the old, the senior guy. Well, I think you're older than me, Lance, but I don't know. But anyway, but being, <laughs> being a kid of the 80s from the beginning with Terminator and then just as we roll in the 90s and into the 2000s, I mean, I, I was just happy to see that it's still going, that there was still an interest for this character, right. for this, fran- for this franchise. More, yeah. Couldn't agree more. As well. As well as bringing my little guys on to the, on board with the with all the Terminator movies. That's just, what I'm trying to do. Yeah, big time. <laughs> so that that's what I like about it. I mean, so I mean, for what it is, I mean, if it's good, it's good. If it's not, I mean, people are gonna knock it regardless. But I'm still I'm I'm still on board. Um, you can give me ten more Terminator movies, and I'll still see all of them. Well, Kevin, let me ask you this question: uh, You got your seatbelt on? Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. All right, <laughs> that's good. Because it's time to take a little trip down, down to the trailer park. You got it. <laughs> you we get kicked out of the trailer park <laughs> if you wear a seatbelt. Are you wearing a seatbelt? <laughs> we take a look at the big, the small, and sometimes the very, very weird. Brian, what's our first trailer to talk about this week? Our first trailer is for the new Netflix series starring Drew Barrymore and Timothy Oliphant. Santa Clarita Diet. Oh yeah, I like I like Soil what I'm seeing. People, <laughs> Kevin, what's this? What the fuck is this show all about, man? Um, it, somehow it looks like Drew Barrymore dies, and then they don't know it, and then she right? becomes a, slowly becomes a zombie. From what I'm getting in the trailer, I mean. I didn't even know this was about that. I mean, I remember seeing the advertisement. Every time you turn on Netflix, they show a picture of it saying it starts February, whatever. Right. And I was like, okay. I What sold me on the show, not even knowing what it was about, other than Drew Barrymore, was Timothy Oliphant. I've liked him in everything he's done. So I was like, all right, all right cool. He's in another good series. I'll check it out. And then watching the trailer, I was like, what? I, now I'm like really blown away. Like, what the yeah. hell is going to go on in this? So I'm all in. It's going to be wild, huh? Yeah. What do you think, Brian? Um, you know I love a good uh horror comedy. And, right? Uh, I think um I think they're going to deliver on this one. Yeah, I think this is one I can actually uh talk the wife into watching with me. Do y'all, do y'all know if it's going to be half hour or hour long? Um I don't know um Probably from Netflix. A lot of their shows lately have been kind of one episode will be an hour, another episode will be forty five minutes. You know, right? Yeah, they did. So that it's with really, the yeah, which know. was super weird. Huh. They even had an episode that was like what thirty minutes. Yeah, that was bizarre, really? huh? Well, whatever. But um, yeah, I'm I'm all in on this one too. It looks super funny. Anything, any anything that comes on Netflix, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot. Period. At this point, yeah, we're we're kinda getting like, this one real. Like Disney with Marvel. Yeah, we're getting this one real soon. Uh, February third. All right. Okay, moving on to the next one is Havenhurst, starring starring Julie Benz, Belle Souch, Josh Stamberg, and uh, one of my favorite uh, scream queens, uh, Danielle Harris. Yeah, I'm gonna probably pass on this one. Um, yeah, I mean, I was kind of like, uh, I'll watch it. 
but I'm not like super excited. I mean, what, I was just excited for Daniel Harris because I love her. But right, uh, I don't know, guys. But I, I'm, I'll probably check it out. But mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm not like super excited for it. Yeah, it looks super uh, generic. Like, yeah, kind of like, kind of like uh, any other haunted house movie, right. right? Like one of those that's so dark that you can't really tell what's going on through the whole movie and. It, it just looks like every other preview I've ever seen somewhere, you know. <laughs> yeah, it didn't didn't really excite me to be honest. With it you. might be good, I don't know, but I mean the preview looked like every other horror generic horror movie preview, you know. Like they went off yeah. the template. Yeah, I believe this one's going to be on VOD uh, February tenth. Okay. All right, you guys enjoy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and uh, our big trailer for the show is a movie I didn't even know was being made or coming out is Colossal, starring oh, Anne Hathaway. Yes. Anne Hathaway, Dan yeah. Stevens, Jason Sudeikis, and Tim Blake Nelson. This is uh, directed by Nacho Vigalondo. Sorry if I said your name Nacho. wrong. Nacho? Uh, he has worked on the VHS and ABCs of Death series. Oh, so, so kind of a newer director then. Yes. Interesting. All right. Um, I didn't know what to expect. I had heard this was kind of like a, you know, monster kaiju tearing up a city type of movie. Right. Yeah, that's what it looks like. When, yeah, but when you get her finding out that her movements are actually controlling the monster. Mm-hmm. I I got super interested in it. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm I'm fucking all in for this one. What do you what do you think, Kevin? All I had to mention was Anne Hathaway and I'm in there because uh, I don't know. I don't know what it was, <laughs> but I've always liked her. She's I don't know what movie. she's never I don't know what it is either. I'm I'm yeah. not a fan of Anne Hathaway. <laughs> what? I am not a fan. Ah, well, maybe uh, this will turn you, man. Uh, watch, ha- watch Havoc. Did you see that one? No. She's not one of my favorite people, but, I mean, I, I think that she she picks good, unique movie roles, and this it looks like one of them to me. But it, it's probably kind of a, a, a more of a metaphoric alcoholism problem type movie, I think. But, right. uh, but it looks like they threw some comedy in there and said it like the way the monster did where it was super serious the whole time. So yes. I, I had heard before that, uh, Sudeikis was in it, but did you guys know that fucking Dan Stevens is in this movie? No, not until <laughs> I seen the trailer. That dude is, I've never seen him do a bad role. And it, it he's also a British actor, isn't he? I, I believe I he is. so. Uh, I know he plays beast in the new beauty and the beast, uh, live action movie that's coming oh. out, but he's going to be Legion in the TV show, uh, Legion. Oh, okay. And you, oh, Philip, you mentioned that you were an looks super fan. good. Yeah. Yeah. So this, this that... dude is fucking awesome. Have you ever seen the guest? Yes. yes. <laughs> A fucking brilliant film, dude. Yeah. This guy is that a great was actor. awesome. Yeah. yeah it I'm did, really did, excited for this now. Didn't he come from, uh, Downton Abbey? Originally, uh, you know what? You're 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 absolutely right. He fucking was in Downton Abbey. I've never seen it, but I've, I heard he's one of the major characters in it. So, yeah, dude, anything he's in, anything Anne Hathaway is in, I'm totally fucking in. 
and I love the plot line. I the I got so excited when I was watching this. It's a cool where she raised her hand yeah. up and she said, "Watch this!" And the the fucking kaiju raised its hand up. Yeah, that's fucking amazing. Looks, I mean, they they can do a lot with this. I mean, you talk about a fucking uh, a, a chance here to have a goddamn a, a, a new series of movies where you have the same characters in it over and over again, and she fights uh, different different uh, evil. God damn it! She's being the fucking King Kong, the new King Kong and Godzilla series they're putting together. You're taking a that super, would be perfect. You're man. taking a superhero approach to it. I don't think that's the <laughs> no, way. dude. I'd be fine with that though. No, no, I think There's so much potential here. That would be cool. I don't think that's the approach that they're taking. Uh, I, I'm excited. I haven't been this excited in a long time. The last movie I was this excited to see was the one we're going to do in two weeks, The Cure for Wellness. I think you're going to you're going to go in there thinking it's a totally different movie than what it is. <laughs> Am I going to be disappointed? I don't know. I think it's going to be an awesome movie, but I don't think they're going to do superhero with it. All right. Well, we'll see. All right. Yeah, we'll oh, see April seventh. <laughs> It'll get released April seventh. All right. All right. Hey, and that's that's that AJ's like, birthday. Uh oh. Maybe she'll come with me. Maybe. All right. Save. Is that save me? Is that is that even going to be in the theater? Oh, yeah, that one's definitely going to the theater. It's got Anne Hathaway. Dude, come on. And that has to have a big budget. Look at all the CGI shit they got going in it. Uh, I mean, I'm, I, I'm, in, I'm into it, and I want to see it, but um, I don't know if I'll get it in the area I'm at because I'm in, in the middle of nowhere, so I'll Dude, have to you, wait. You know what? I'll have to travel to go see it. You're going you're gonna to be surprised, man. You guys are fucking you. you guys are fucking with me. This is going to be the biggest fucking movie of 2017. Wow. Mark mark my words. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> you got to wait till December. That's the biggest movie right, of the year. Oh, uh, I, I, I think I think Kevin's uh, right on with that one. All right. Fair enough. You guys ready for listener feedback? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> This week we got an email from our good friend Patrick Lear. Uh, Patrick writes, Hey guys, I'm listening to the Passengers, passengers Show and am in disbelief the most... <laughs> that always fucks with us. Alright, hang on. Now I gotta read it again. Hang on. I'm listening to the passenger Show and am in disbelief the most, if not all of you, barely remember or have never seen one of the all-time great sci-fi movies of all time. Uh, there are so many things that make this movie great. However, I'm not going to list them here other than this one. It's it's a Philip K. Dick adaption. If you aren't familiar, here are some others. Total Recall, Paycheck, Next, Adjustment Bureau, Minority Report, A Scanner Darkly, and there are others. There are several versions out there, and you are not sure which one is. The final cut is as good as any. The visuals in this movie for 1982 are stunning. Get busy and watch it. You'll be glad you did. As always, keep the hits coming. Thanks to everybody who reaches out for us. Uh, reaches out to us. We love the feedback. And as always, you can uh, reach us at our Facebook or Podbean page or any other social media stuff. Uh, or you can email us directly at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Keep it coming. Okay, now, so is The Passengers a remake? I don't think so. Who's banging around a fucking tin can over there, guys? Sorry, that's me. 
fucking <laughs> you feeding your dogs or what? I thought maybe that was Brian feeding feeding all of his uh, his fucking sled dogs up there or something. They've already. No. This dog's bugging me. <laughs> I, I don't think Passengers is a remake, is it? No. Well, okay. So what's he talking about then? Nah, he's talking. I, I, he's talking about uh, uh, Blade Runner. Oh, yeah, I don't. I think I think he. We didn't give enough love to it, or didn't really. I've honestly, I've seen the movie maybe twice. Right, dude, Patrick. I'm sorry, man. You're kind of old. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was the old dude here. You are the old According dude, to that's Kevin. A... <laughs> I mean. Thanks a lot, Kevin. I mean, when the when when the I'm joking, when a uh, Blade funny, Runner. When the new one comes out, I mean, we're definitely gonna have to rewatch, oh, yeah. you know, the original one. But, but the original was what, nineteen eighty-two? Yeah, I just yeah, that's when I was born, dude. Sorry. It didn't really hit home for me, <laughs> you know. Wait, the original Blade Runner? Yeah, it's not one of my favorite sci-fi movies. I mean, oh, you need to watch it again. <laughs> oh, Kevin, Kevin, there's a reason we invited you to be on the show. I, I need tell to us all and, about it, man. No, I totally need to go back and watch it again. Yeah. Go, Kevin. For for the time of when it came out, I mean, it was an amazing. Other than special right. effects, uh, Ridley Scott probably one is one of my favorite movies he's done because I don't want to say his best movie, then everyone will pile on top of me. Right? But, yeah, me included, man. Aliens. It, yeah, Alien <laughs> is probably his best movie in my opinion. But um, yeah, mine too. It, it, it was it was an amazing movie for for the year that it came out, and it was just visually awesome i mean harrison ford was a badass you got rector Hauer. he's 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 right. always good in everything he's done well not everything but um but just being being the the lead replicant in that and um daryl hannah she was she was visually good to look at but always. uh i don't know man that that whole the whole story. I mean, it, it was a good. It was a good science fiction movie. It was a good science I, fiction story. I'm gonna go back yeah, and watch. Yeah, it. And, and hey, Kevin. Kevin, speak, speaking of the movie Darling, I was just talking about the Mickey Keating movie. Sean Young, she's in it too. Yeah, and she looked damn good in that one. I mean, everyone. Everyone was much younger back then. I mean, everyone looked good, but it, it was it was an amazing movie for what it was. I mean, Ridley Scott was hasn't really put out anything bad that i've seen i mean he's done other movies that i never really seen but uh blade runner is is one of his best and like i said it's an amazing science fiction movie all right patrick because you told me to i'm gonna go watch it this week man i promise the the one to watch i don't know if it's out there because uh i have the i have the blu-ray and the dvd and it's the the director's cut one the version i'm looking for is um is the the theatrical cut it's uh, there was a narration uh, for Decker. He he was narrating the movie, and in I the heard director's about that, cut, the voiceover shit. Yeah, he's not. I mean, I liked when he was talking and explaining stuff. So, uh, I'm I'm trying to find that version somewhere. I'll take it on VHS if if anything, but I I can't find it online or anywhere. All right. Well, if any of our listeners uh, know how to find that, you can definitely reach out to us. Just just email us at our at our email and. Uh, We'll make sure we pass it along to Kevin then. Cool, thanks. All right, all right. So you guys ready to ready to move on to the featured attractions? Let's do it. All right. So it's time for our featured attractions. This week we split our personalities to cover Raising Cane, as well as the new M Night Shyamalan film Split. So as always, we're going to start with some trivia for the first movie, Raising Cane. 
The director and writer was Brian De Palma, and I'm sure everybody's heard of heard of this guy. He's also known for Carrie, Scarface, and Mission to Mars. I heard a couple of those movies. Yeah, one or two. I didn't mention even half the movies he's directed, you know? I mean, th- this guy's been around forever. Um, Kevin, I'm sure you know all about him, dude. I know uh, my favorite... My favorite movie, I mean, everyone always goes to Scarface when you hear Brian De Palma. Right. Yeah, it's one of my favorites, too. But my favorite movie he's done was Dressed to Kill with you know uh, Angie Dickinson, Keith Dressed Gordon, to- and uh, Nancy Allen. Dressed to Kill was good, but have you guys and, seen and, uh, uh, Blowout? I was just about to mention that with John Travolta. That yes. movie was awesome, too. Very awesome, dude. As well as uh, Body Double. Have you seen that one? Uh, absolutely, man. Yeah, absolutely. Me. He's had some stinkers, but pretty much everything he's done has been pretty good. Yeah, for the most part, he's a master, I I would say. Um, According to Linda Rasmussen at the All Movie website, this particular movie, uh, Raising Cain, pays homage to Alfred Hitchcock, along with Orson Welles and Michael Powell's Peeping Tom, which we've reviewed on this show before. Uh, Actor John Lithgow appears at times in drag in this movie. Um as as does the uh, the actor in the next movie we're going to talk about. Um, as he is previously but completely in a role around a decade earlier in the world, according to Garth, for which he was Oscar nominated for Best Supporting Actor. But he did lose that year to Louis Gossett Jr. for An Officer and a Gentleman. Star John Lithgow portrays five characters or personalities in this picture. They are Kane, Josh, Nick Sr., Margot, and Dr. Carter Nix. So again, I think I think you guys, Brian. I think when you when you mentioned this movie, you picked a, a really really good movie to to uh, uh, compare to the next one we're going to talk about, uh, Split. And you may be the only person out of this group that's seen this movie because <laughs> I know Philip told me he had trouble downloading it. He was sailing okay. the, the pirate seas and couldn't find it. Oh, okay. I, I found it. It's... Oh, you did see it? No, yeah, I found oh, it. Oh, fuck. Okay, cool. So I... I'm the only asshole that hasn't seen it. Kevin, have you seen it? I've seen it a long time ago when it came out. All right, well, who wants to go first? I guess I'll go first. Um, yeah, the, I, I re- vaguely remember seeing this, so it was uh, it, interesting to rewatch it because um, it is very Hitchcockian to me. There's uh, a lot of influences to him. Yeah. And um, John Lithgow, he's I, I thought he was uh, amazing in this, portraying the different characters. Yeah, like now that he mentions the Hitchcock thing, I, I can kind of see that in there. Um, rewatching it, and I didn't I didn't like it as as much as I did. It's a little dated. Um, it's a lot dated. Yeah, the the dream sequences was kind of throwing me off. With uh, I can't think of the actress's <laughs> name. Uh, it was just I don't know. It was her whole thing. That whole storyline with uh, with Manny from Scarface was kind of just just throwing me off, and I wanted more of uh, what was going on with John Lithgow, more of his right backstory of his, of you know where these. I wanted more of the personalities and see. And that's why, uh, like, when Lance was asking if I watched it, I was like, I, I kind of watched it. Okay, I watched it. I watched half of it and couldn't get through anymore because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. 
Was that confusing? <laughs> yes, it was. It, they couldn't finish a complete thought. This guy was on acid. I'm telling you, when he made this movie, because nothing makes any sense. He jumps from storyline to storyline to storyline. Every other right. scene is a dream sequence. I didn't get any of it. The it was <laughs> the most dated thing I've watched since fucking Terror Train. <laughs> no, that's you know, good. No, it was. It oh, was I love Terror Train. Yeah, no, it was more dated than it was. It was. It was dated like Phantasm was dated. Ah, you know okay, what I mean? okay. And uh, at, at, like everything was so. They made everything so serious. Every every scene was like a bleh, 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 right close up on somebody's face. <laughs> And it was it was because she had to like slam on her brakes and swerve to miss some kids crossing the street or something, you know? It wasn't even something that was like a scary thing. And I don't know. It it just it had so many different trains of thoughts going at the same time that uh that I couldn't follow it. And yeah, I mean, I th- granted I maybe I should have been paying more attention to it, but man, I it, this was this was I think I think I read it, somewhere it that I think I read somewhere that um there's it's neither not filmed in sequence or there were scenes taken out or something to that effect that that's why it might feel a little disjointed. Yeah. No shit. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go, man. Well, you're, maybe you're, that just, was you're justified, brother. Well, because it was like I'm like, who are these? Like I I get up and use the bathroom and come back and it's a totally different story with totally different people going on. And I'm like, what happened to John Lithgow? Right. <laughs> he was here a minute ago. Yeah, because there's 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 even characters that. They make it seem like they're important to the mo- like the the retired uh, detective mm-hmm. that he wants to get back on onto the case. They let him back on the case, and then you don't really hear from him again. Right. It was. <laughs> I, I I really didn't under because he came in. He was yeah. like, I remember a case similar to this hey, with his father. <laughs> yeah, and then and then they're like, okay, you're back on you're back on the force. You're back on the case, and then you right. don't hear from him again. <laughs> okay, let me ask you this: Was he like the cop? And Kevin's gonna Kevin's gonna jump up here. Watch. Was oh. he like the cop <laughs> in that fucking piece of shit? Date? You want to talk dated? That fucking witchboard movie? God damn it! What the? <laughs> oh right, Kevin, fuck! Kevin, hey, get us, man! You've been dying to do this. Come on, man! It's all you. That, I, not to change subjects, man, but that movie was awesome. I don't know what you guys were watching. <laughs> I had witch- I fucking hated Witchboard, man. This had Witchboard level. It was good. I hated John Lewis uh, in this movie. I thought he was in, awful. In, Come on, in, Kevin. Get us, dude. Def- get us. In it defense had Tony of that. naked. <laughs> well, I know that's the only good redeeming part was, of the fucking movie. Yeah, dude, nobody's going to argue with you on that one. That's these, these two young <laughs> fucking cocksuckers, man. These two idiots that were enemies, but they were best friends, and they became best friends again. And All right, Kevin, kill us, dude. Tell us how good wait, Witchboard is. Wait, real, real quick, in defense of Witchboard, I would <laughs> rather have the cop it. with the magic tricks in Raising Cain <laughs> than... <laughs> Than the retired detective that had nothing to do with anything. That's true. Hey, yeah, guys, let Kevin speak. That's true. I mean, that movie. That movie was. I mean, of course, yes, it's cheesy and it's eighties and, and everything. But it, it had at the time, it had everything that you wanted in a uh, a Ouija board movie. I, made I mean, yeah, I made the only big star. That one. <laughs> the only two big stars in the movie at at the time. Was uh, Tony Katane and um, uh, the other dude, the, the ex-boyfriend? I can't remember his name. He's Patch on. 
Days of Our Lives, I think, or one of those soap opera oh, shows. Oh, dude, you're you're not you're not picking up any fans here, brother. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, but I'm just saying that's that's what he, that he did this right before he jumped onto that. Yeah. And he, right. He's he's like super big. I mean, if any of you guys watch the stories, I don't, but you know who this guy, who that guy. Is. Hey, some I mean, some of the big it, it was, guys. Okay, you're t- yeah, you're talking about uh, Todd Todd Allen, right? Yeah, that dude. Talk I mean, about. but it was cheesy, and that's at that time when it came out. That's all okay, we had. Yeah, I and haven't it, seen oh, him yeah. in a. Oh, he was in Django Unchained. Did you know he that? Was? Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I'm looking up his IMDb right now. Oh, he's fuck. This dude's been around, man. He played Dollar Bill in Django Unchained. I don't know who that is, but okay. I don't either. I, but <laughs> I don't remember him. I'll have to watch yeah, you're it right, again. Dude, though, the dude has been around for sure. What yeah. Are you? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I it's, the movie is a garbage man. <laughs> no, not that dude. The that was the main boyfriend, the ex boyfriend, the blonde dude. Oh, the ex. Yeah, the oh, one who had who who, who brought the Ouija board. That that guy. Stephen Nichols. <laughs> Stephen Nichols. Uh, so I don't. I mean, I'll 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 defend that movie to the end, and I love it. And I'm sure there's some listeners out there that are with me on loving Witchboard. Part two yeah. was stupid. Part three was even worse. Oh yeah, I know that was but, our most controversial. Ah uh, yeah, the young and the restless. Done. The young and the restless. Uh, okay, this is him. <laughs> the days of our lives. The young. Oh, and he was in General Hospital. Oh, this fucking douchebag was in every goddamn <laughs> fucking soap opera from here to eternity. Oh, Holy said- shit, Kevin, we gotta get you on the show more, man. <laughs> You fucking got me going, brother. This fucking douchebag, asshole, motherfucker. This movie sucks. <laughs> but all the ladies loved him, and they knew who it was. And when they found out he was in this movie, they all went sorry. Oh yeah. <laughs> so okay. That movie. God damn, dude. My heart's going twice its normal speed right now, man. Damn, Kevin, you got me going, man. We took fucking a hell of a witch tangent board. there. Holy but, okay, shit, so dude. that's what this movie compares to: Witchboard. <laughs> I, I finished Witchboard. Was it Witchboard or Doucheboard? I finished Witchboard. I didn't finish this one. I didn't want to watch it. Damn. <laughs> My wife wouldn't watch it. She like first ten minutes of the movie, she was like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh I, I did I did find uh the thing I was reading about the the pacing of the movie. I guess if you get the uh the collector's edition Blu ray, um it has the uh, director's cut. Then and it makes and the, the scenes are reorganized as they're originally intended. So the scenes in the movie <laughs> that we we both probably seen are probably uh, not the not the way they intended the movie to go. Okay, which really makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because so, the movie uh, was really confusing. But you know, there's <laughs> a lot of people that really like this movie. This is going to be another one where people are going to jump our ass for hating on it. But man, probably I, Pat, oh, right, dude? I hated this movie. I hated it. It was terrible. So hey, Kev- Kevin, do you remember enough about this movie to to chime in? I I don't remember. I don't. I didn't hate it, um, but all that um, from when well, now that you guys are, are talking about it, it's coming back to me. But um, John Lithgow, he's an amazing actor. You, you can't take anything away from him. He's always done so much good stuff. But yeah, um, that's Brian De Palma's style. How he splits everything up. And and just nope, just the no way he films it all because I mean I didn't know there was a, a a director's cut where they fix it all I'm gonna have to check that one out but um, when I seen it at that time it was bouncing all over the place because that's how Brian De Palma makes his movies I mean he's done other movies like that 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 jump all over the place yeah but um 
Yeah, I don't. I, that's about much as I can say. I mean, just just from the little bit, I've only seen it once. Well, and, yeah. Um, if, if anybody wants to check out the director's cut, it's a, a collector's edition released by Scream Factory. Is that out? Yeah, it was uh, released uh, last year. Okay. See, and you know, jumping all over the place like Pulp Fiction style, I can deal with. That's one of my favorite movies. But I, and maybe I should have just paid a little more attention to this one, but it was so cheesy on top of that that it, I had a hard time with it, man. It was, and I, I looked it up before uh, before I came out here, and uh, they were saying that it was it was one of Brian De Palma's biggest controversial movies because you know some people love it; they tote it as his masterpiece, you know. Really? And then, yeah, and then uh, and then a lot of others like me are like, right? "This is totally disjointed. It doesn't make any sense, hmm. and it's cheesy." All yeah. right, well, I, mean, I may have to check it out. Yeah, I mean, I think me and Philip disagree. You said you didn't like John Lithgow on this. I, I thought he was fine in this. I thought he yeah. did a good job. It was everyone else was horrible in this movie. I can deal with that because right. I, in general, kind of like John Lithgow. My wife doesn't, but uh, I like him in about every other thing I've seen him do. All right, you guys ready for ratings? I yeah. think so. Uh, who, uh, I went first. Oh. I think I went first. So, uh, I think so man, yeah. Uh, I think rewatching this, it kind of. I think I would have. I had a if without rewatching it, I think I would have gave it a higher rating just off of memory. But rewatching it, I think I might have to give it a five. Because I just really okay middle of the road at least yeah it it's not that horrible I think for me personally John Lithgow redeems something in the movie with his acting um, it was just everybody else and the way the story was disjointed right and certain characters and things situations would come into play and then you would think that's going to have something to do with the movie and then it just kind of doesn't. So um, I'm gonna have to go with a five on this one. All right, I'm gonna, you know, I gotta, I gotta go with my gut here, and it, I, I watch a lot of dumbass movies and and make it all the way through them, and uh, I I couldn't make it all the way through this one. I gotta give it a one. Oh shit! Yeah. I mean, just, <laughs> wow. to, just to stay true to it, dude. I just I didn't like the movie. And uh, there's, I'm sure a lot of people are gonna disagree with me, and that's fine. But uh, man. It was rough. Real, real, real quick. You would, you would rewatch the Bye Bye Man before yeah. this one. <laughs> yeah, I would rewatch. The oh movie. damn! I, I, oh my gosh! Dude. I did not. All right. All. I don't. I don't even know what's going so on are, right now. We are officially banning Philip from the rest of this podcast. <laughs> I couldn't make it to the damn movie. I can't give it a higher rating. Than All right, that. Kevin. It's Kevin, rare you... that I can't make it through a movie. I watch some dumb shit. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, Kevin, do you remember enough to to give it a rating? Um. This isn't my final rating for this because I can barely remember it, but I, I do remember I enjoyed it, so I'm going to give it um, a four. It, it might be higher if right. I rewatch it, So, but I, I, to, to be fair, I'll, I'll give it a four. I, I was kind of okay. leaning more towards five, but uh, I don't know. i, I got to give it a four. So it does, doesn't exactly sound like Brian De Palma's uh, masterpiece. Not to me. All right. I'll uh, probably, some people I'll, it is, man. Maybe Maybe they get it. I didn't get it. I'll probably skip it then. All right, so we're moving on to our, our second and main feature of the night, which is uh, the new M. Night Shyamalan film, Split. 
So as you all know, the director and the writer, because he always writes his own movies and directs them, is uh, M. Night Shyamalan, also known for The Sixth Sense, Signs, and The Visit. Um, now this might surprise you guys. I was kind of thinking this would have made a completely different movie, but uh, Joaquin Phoenix was originally cast for the role of Kevin. <laughs> Joaquin. How, Joaquin. Oh, Joaquin. Okay, whatever. <laughs> but he couldn't do it <laughs> due to scheduling difficulties. So James McAvoy took his place, and I'm fucking glad he did. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Joaquin Phoenix would have done well too. But I, I really like James. Yeah, McAvoy, he man. might have been good, but I well, we'll get into yeah. it when we talk about it. The second, this is the second film collaboration for M Night and Jason Bloom. The other being The Visit, which I also enjoyed. Right. Uh, M Night stated that shooting this film was the most challenging of his career. Really? Whatever that means. So. Kevin, you're our guest, and I know you've seen this most recently, so will you go first, my friend? I thought this movie was amazing. I loved it. Um, yeah. McAvoy was bril- brilliant in this movie. And why I say brilliant was just um, watching him, watching his performance. And before when they show him as these, dip- these alternate people he's being, it was... It was kind of like he's one person, then he'd walk off screen, then come back as the other one. I was kind of like, ah, okay, that's cool. But there was a scene in this movie where he was talking to uh, his psychiatrist and how he was one person. The camera just stayed on him the whole time. And just his facial expressions just switching over mm-hmm. into the next into the next character. And I was like, oh, my God. I mean, he had very I, I loved him. Definitive personalities. Yes, I mean I loved him in, in the X Men movies, but this movie I was I, I wasn't I mean I like uh, Shyamalan's movies. Um, I'm not too many. A lot of people hate him because they. they I mean I, I've enjoyed every one he's done, um, but this one is was an amazing movie and I loved it. And uh, the little chick from uh, The Witch, yeah, um, oh, I loved her in that movie. Yeah, and she's she also just, Morgan. She, All right, don't hold that against her. That's okay. I haven't seen that one yet. I want to see it. Uh, um, dude, but she, it she's an awesome. She's an. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm she, sorry she's a... I didn't mean to bring it down. I, I'm just telling you that movie I thought was really poorly directed. Actually, well, the writing okay. was horrible. It's not her fault. That's yeah, not her fault yeah, at all. No, she, did she, she did fine. Well. She did fine, Kevin. But to be honest with you, man, the way that script was written, I saw the ending coming like a third of the well, way through the movie, which yeah. I fucking hate. But it's not her when fault. When I figured she, out that I quick. think she did well in it. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I, just, I thought she did an awesome job in this. I hated the other two girls in it, but yeah. um, this movie so was good. Hot. I mean, M. Night Shyamalan, everyone was saying, oh, he... He's back. To me, he never left. I thought, I've like I said, I've enjoyed everything he's done. And this movie is, if I had to put them all in an order, um, I wouldn't put this in the the top two or three. But uh, it's 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 an awesome movie, and I loved it. And uh, McAvoy just did this role amazingly. You said you right, would cool. or wouldn't put it in the top two or three. I wouldn't. No, he wouldn't, wouldn't put it in the top two. Uh, well, but he said it's 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 definitely in the top uh, half, right, Kevin? Cool. Yeah. Well, out of his cool. movies, yeah. We'll, yes, awesome. We'll dude. get to that. We'll we'll get to that later. <laughs> definitely. Um, I 
I, I think I probably would put it in his top two or three movies. No shit. Yeah, well, Shyamalan's really hit or miss for me. Um, he's got he's got some that are really good. I mean, obviously, Sixth Sense was was kind of a masterpiece. Um, the rest of them, he's done some good, some really bad. <laughs> so uh, he's he's got a lot of potential, uh, but doesn't always hit it out of the park. And in this one, man, I think he made solid contact. It's a good, it's a good movie. Um, I think James McAvoy is definitely the right choice. He was he he was the whole movie. He was awesome in this, and his acting was on point. Uh, I, I do love him and everything that I see him in, and he really killed it in this. Without him, I don't think this would have been a, a really awesome movie. Uh, but with him, it was it was pretty good. I like the the main chick, the one from Morgan. She was really good. Um, you know, not all the acting was was really kick ass, but the ones that mattered were right. And uh, I think it was a good storyline. I love the way they tied it up at the end. Uh, I mean, we'll get a little more into it in spoilers, but this was definitely one of his better movies. I, I was I was impressed. I'm gonna say that it's a it's an absolute fucking sin that this movie came out as early in the year as it did because mm-hmm. there's no fucking way that McAvoy is going to be considered for a, a best actor Oscar. Well, and he should be though for this movie. I don't be. think that they would have put him in. Nah, way. but he should be. But he he was be. fucking phenomenal. He was really this was good. a great uh, performance by McAvoy. The movie itself, it's not my favorite M Night movie. Because a lot of people are going to kill me on this, but I loved The Village. I really loved it. Oh, yeah. And I also yeah, loved Lady terrible. in the Water. And a lot of people are, are down on that movie. Yeah, I was terrible. But obviously The Sixth Sense and Unbreakable, right. those are, as far as I'm concerned, those four movies are the best four M. Night movies, in my opinion. And I love the twist at the end. In my opinion, the twist at the end of this movie wasn't as strong as I wanted it to be. When he got into the car to kidnap the girls, and this isn't a spoiler, it was at the very beginning of the movie. Right. He didn't. It's in the it, trailer. It was, like, it, it was almost like he didn't see her, and I thought, okay, that's going to play into the ending. We're going to get the M Night twist. The reason he didn't see her is because he is her. I thought somehow at the end she was going to be part of his personality. Oh, that would. And I was good. a little disappointed that they didn't pull that in, but. It kind of would have been a cheat if she had, you know? Yeah. So I kind of enjoyed the ending, and I think it really, really, really sets it up for another movie, which we're going to get into in spoilers, because we oh, definitely I, I, can't talk yes. about the very ending yet. Yeah, I, but I actually have I actually have some news on that, that that'll wait for spoilers. Absolutely. Okay, okay, cool. So, okay, I would give his performance a 10 out of 10. The movie... I'll tell my score in a little bit, but what did you think, Brian? Um, I fucking love this movie. I thought McAvoy was incredible in this movie. Yeah. The transition from one personality to the next, I I really enjoyed it. He is such a good each, actor, man. I had no fucking each, idea. Yeah, he had each this range. Each he was character, so good as Professor X, though, too. Yeah, each character was distinct. Like you knew exactly. One, yeah. you know, once you start going through the movie, you know, you start learning their names. You knew exactly who was who. Right. It's not like you know one sounded like the other or one, you know. Right. And I thought he did a phenomenal job on that. I. At first, when the movie started, I thought the movie 
started moving a little too fast, and it kind of worried me. Right. But it actually worked out. I like the pacing. Actually, um, I actually liked it going through the movie. Right. Um. I, I what is the actress name? Uh, Anya Taylor Joy, I believe her name is from The Witch and Morgan. Right. Sure. I I I really I'm really starting to enjoy her movies, and it's getting to the point where. Morgan wasn't that great, but her performance I thought was good. So. Morgan wasn't that great. Still, you guys liked it more than I did. It was sure. Still yeah, it, I yeah. There, I, I, there was a good idea somewhere in that yeah. movie. Yeah, hey, somewhere. Ke- hey, Kevin. I don't. I don't mean to interrupt, Brian, but Kevin, have you seen Morgan? No, not yet. That's, that's the one okay. I want to see. All right. Yeah, dude. I mean. All right. Go on. Go ahead, Brian. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> And I, I actually will. This might be my top three Shyamalan movies right here. No shit. I, I yeah, really, I think it, really well, enjoyed it. I think it. it's my fifth favorite after the it, four I mentioned earlier. I think it comes right in under Unbreakable. Uh, definitely, right. Un- Unbreakable is my number one Shyamalan movie. All right. All right. Spe- speaking of Unbreakable, minutes. are you guys ready for spoilers? That was kind of fucked up. You ready? (laughs) (laughs) Just enough of a tease, right, Brian? Yes. All right. Spoiler territory. Who wants to go first? This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. Well, man, I think your your big spoiler is going to be uh, Bruce Willis at the end of that movie and I didn't realize that it was going to be a superhero type movie until that came along and I definitely got excited when it did and I assume yeah. if you've if you're listening to the spoiler territory that you've already seen the movie and you know what I'm talking about yeah real real quick news about that um, that is what Shyamalan wants to do his next movie he wants to have it um Basically, be it's going to be a sequel to Split and Unbreakable in okay. one movie. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. And the character, um, what do they re- uh, they refer to him as the Horde? Uh, James McAvoy's. Yeah. This was actually written for the first uh, Unbreakable movie. This character. Oh, so he was supposed to be a character in the movie, and then they ended up writing him in as as a, as a whole movie instead. Yes. Okay. So, um, um, I'm super excited for this if it goes down. Hell yeah! To have Bruce Willis's character from Unbreakable meets James McAvoy's character from Split in one movie. Yeah. Then you then you put you know uh, Shyamalan right in that his own little comic book universe that he's created track, and I think that yes. that's cool. And uh, back to the movie um, itself, like I said, his. James McAvoy's performances from each of the characters, like uh, Barry, Dennis, Patricia, uh, Hedwig. Hedwig was awesome. I I thought they were just incredible because, like I said before, each one was distinct. And it really was their own personality. And I was really anticipating the end because they kept talking about the Beast. And I was wondering where they was going to go with this. Okay, with the and, Beast, and, though, I was a little disappointed in the crawling on the walls bullshit that they pulled, because that yes. was super cheesy. But you, but but you got to understand though, if they're putting this in the Unbreakable world, 
they talked about that and that that was a uh, uh, what was his uh, J- uh, Samuel Jackson's whole uh, mission was to find somebody that was on the other spectrum of ha- of his condition. If he's super frail, there's got to be someone super strong, right? And I think that's what they're trying to set up in this world that there's there's people with these abilities. Well, yeah, and I just I didn't like the the way that they shot. It. The crawling on the walls. Okay. Because it wasn't okay. like a Spider-Man thing. It was like a it was like a cheesy CGI deal. And okay, I, mean, I see what you're saying. I thought it was goofy. You know, I, I, not I, that he, not the fact that he crawled on the walls, just the way that they shot it. Okay, okay. I did like the effects though of how how his doctor, his psychiatrist, or whatever said that people with these disorders can um, basically change their body chemistry and change their body. Yeah, and how, right. I thought how that he was cool. being. Yeah, how he was becoming the beast, how he 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 didn't like get super muscular, but he looked a little bit more cut. Oh and yeah, you can see the veins. Super like veiny. Yeah, like, I really I really like that. <laughs> that was that was cool cuz they they did a I almost wanted a little more of a transformation, but I thought that they did it in like realistic territory where it could actually happen. You know, you're you're thinking, "Wow, this, this could be real." But until he started crawling on the walls, and then it was, and then it was goofy. Because it's not like he was grabbing rocks and climbing on the walls. It was just like he was stuck to a fucking sticky wall, you know, like Spider Man, huh? Yeah, but it wasn't even. It, it just wasn't done as well as they did right. Spider Man. Like I, I was just irritated at that one scene where he's crawling on the walls. I was like, man, they if they'd have nailed that scene, that'd be it. Yeah, they had a modest budget for this. I believe it was nine oh, yeah. million. And it made and they probably spent uh, over, it all on McAvoy. Yeah, it uh, <laughs> it made over forty million over the week, over the opening weekend. So, yeah. well, I, mean, it, it I, I I think that that uh, that Unbreakable sequel that I heard about is going to happen then. Yeah, that's what where it's about. actually a, a crossover, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And have y'all have y'all seen? If I'm looking at the original poster for Unbreakable. Where it looks like it's a pane of glass that's broken. Yeah. And look at the split original poster. Yeah. Holy shit. Kind of he thing. did that on purpose, you fucking I'm asshole. I'm sure he did, dude. Shaman yeah, not you, asshole. <laughs> look, you know, dog that guy all you want. He's still super talented, man. He's, oh, I love it. He's man. definitely hit or miss for me, but yeah. he's really talented. When he's on, he is on. As far as I'm concerned, he's only made two shitty movies. The last Airbender was shitty. Okay. For sure. And and also the one with Marky Mark and it was shitty. That's that's oh, a guilty play. Yeah. You Which could put that on and that was good. I like the, it. The happening. Y- y'all like that? The hap- the happening. I thought it was it, I like I did. I liked it. Oh dude, I fucking hated it. But I, I even, loved the village. So the village, I, hey, everybody the, has their the, own the, opinion. The village right? was actually an the, okay the, movie until the end. The no, end, I love the end. That was my favorite part of the movie, man. It was trash. Oh, I love the fucking ending, man. It was a terrible twist. <laughs> oh, fuck you, asshole. Fuck you, man. Get the fuck out of here, Phil. I liked it. Uh, you like the villager? <laughs> you're fired. I loved it, man. <laughs> I like no, I, I liked the uh, last airbender. Only because I didn't know what it was, uh, I can't st- I can't talk for my uh, my older two boys that went and saw it with me because they were tearing that movie apart. Really? While we <laughs> yeah, were my, sitting there watching from it. The I, ma- from the mouths of babes, I, wisdom comes. I haven't watched. Yeah, that my, I don't yeah, my son, my, oh, it's a piece of shit. Is dude. it? My yeah, opinion. my son tore it apart too. So you probably like he's, it, Philip? Maybe I don't know. I've never seen it. Yeah, my son tore it apart too. He said it wasn't. Right. He wasn't. It wasn't faithful to the show. Yeah, they said uh, the cartoon is awesome. 
but the movie just to me uh, it did okay. not catch me at we'll all. See when you when you and we'll talk about that later in our next episode. But when you when you get to things that aren't faithful, right? Uh, there's there's a crowd out there that's not going to like it. You know, makes sense. Yeah, per- makes perfect sense. All right, were you guys ready to wrap? I'm it up? A, I even like. Hold on, I didn't even give my two cents yet. Oh on, shit! On Split. I'm sorry, dude. But uh, I, <laughs> I, I even liked uh, the one with Will Smith and his son. Was it After Earth or whatever? Oh, I've never, uh, the one, I've never seen that. Yeah, it is, man. Yeah, he kept his he kept he kept his name off that off the poster, off uh, advertisement, everything. But when you saw the movie idea, at the very terrible. end, <laughs> I liked it. I mean, for what it was, but right, um, Split. Um, I mean, like I said, I mean, I love the whole movie and it, it was awesome. But the very ending when they were sitting in that little diner and when Bruce Willis's character pops in from Unbreakable, because when you just I was just kind of sitting there. Well, first I was like, well, where's the twist at? And I, you, you know, his movies when, when you just his name pops up on the screen. This is something that he's deal with. There's always that twist in it. Right. So the whole movie, I, I need to watch this movie again because I was really trying to figure out, OK, I know there's a twist coming. What is it? At first, I thought it was all in that girl's head. Then I was thinking it was in the psychiatrist's head that she was creating all this because um, then it was kind of leaning towards more that girl because of the, the situation she was having with her uncle. Right. Um, so I was thinking, well, maybe this is all in her head. But then, when the psychiatrist got there and opened up the doors and found the the other girls dead, I was like, okay, this did that kind of erased all my theory. So I was trying to just sit there and think of what was going on. I mean, yeah, like even that. Yeah, I didn't like that him crawling on the wall. I thought that was kind of dumb. Um, well, not the idea of it, but just how it looked. Yeah, the way that they did it, they just didn't put enough money into that particular shot. Yeah, and but and when he when he was when he was turning into the beast, I was like, okay. And then I was then I was thinking, well, what, what's going on? Is it whose head is this in? So I wasn't sure because I was just really sitting there trying to figure it all out. Um, but when when we finally got to the end and the girl just uh, did you do you guys think that she told the cops uh, about her uncle? Because it because when they said, "Oh, your uncle's here," and she like just looked at him. Yeah, I kind of got that. I kind of got the car. that feeling, dude. I, I wanted to have that sense of finality that she did, you know. Yeah, because that that those scenes with her uncle when she was younger, those were super uncomfortable. Oh yeah. man, I hated that cocksucker. Yeah, man. I fucking hated that guy. But there there is yeah. Talks I, of, go ahead. Yeah, I, I I didn't like that guy. He's he, he's a character in Orange is the New Black. So oh, as soon as he is, popped up he? on the screen, I was like, oh, man. I, I yeah, he's one of the him. prison guards. It's like, oh, I hate – I said, I hate this guy. But, yeah, yeah right. man, when she pulled that shotgun on him, I was just like, please pull the trigger. Because that little girl knew how to, yeah. how, to, how to handle weapons. Oh, but um, – so after all that, when she was sitting in the car and she didn't get out, I was just thinking, okay, is it her? Is in her head, but then the credits roll. So I was like, "Well, what's the twist?" Because right. I, yeah, I was wrong about thinking about everything. Twist. But See, I never even looked at it like that. I was just watching the movie for what it was instead of looking for the twist because it doesn't have the typical M Night Shyamalan twist. And uh, I, I, I actually liked it probably better because of that. I really? Mean, yeah, I kind of I mean, did too, in a way. Normally, yeah. I'm a big fan of 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 what he does with this twist. But that's what has got him on these last few movies that he's done where everybody's dogging him so hard. is because his twist is never going to be as good as it was in The Sixth Sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
I, I think he just didn't even try to do that in this one. He just made like a superhero movie and uh, and set up a superhero origin story um, mm-hmm. without saying that he was doing that. Because, yeah, I mean, because the very, sitting in the theater uh, in the town that I live in, this, this town sucks. I mean, I go see a comedy, nobody laughs. Uh, I go see action movies. I'm the only one going, ooh, ah, and all that during all that. <laughs> um, but Talk during that, at the end, at the end of this one, <laughs> at the end of this movie, <laughs> when that lady was like, "Hey, this sounds like that guy in the in, in the wheelchair." <coughs> you all right? I'm sorry, dude, man. Fucking Philip, you killed me with that, dude. <laughs> Wait, when she said, um, "Is this reminds me of that guy in the wheelchair?" And then I just my eyes opened up and I went, yeah. <gasps> and then then when when uh, Bruce Willis popped around the corner and said, "You're talking about Mr. Glass," I went, "Oh my god!" I was yeah. like the loudest yeah, one amazing. in the theater, and I don't think enough. any any. Other than than my wife, I don't think anybody in the theater got it. I oh, was so sucks. excited. Wow. I was absolutely. The, the that reason was, the one that was like, oh, that's the way to end the movie right there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. In my theater, when when I when we were walking out, I was hearing people like trying to figure out what was going on. So apparently, right. shame on you people for not watching Unbreakable. No shit. No shit. That's a good movie. Because why would they have Bruce yeah, Willis because, in the movie if he's only going to be in the end? Why I don't I don't understand. Yeah, I'm, I'm just it blows my mind. Yeah, no, that's that's how I felt. And my wife, she knew, but mm-hmm. she did. She wasn't excited as I am. The reason I got so excited and I like basically screamed in the theater, "Unbreakable" is my favorite M Night Shyamalan movie. I yes. love that movie so much. I think that's yeah, his best movie one. he's done. It's my number two. It's good. Six Sense right after that. Yeah. But I mean, I was—that I, I, was the only reason I was so excited at the end of this movie. I was like, "Oh my god, I need to go home and watch Unbreakable." I know, and right? I, I I can't wait for the next one. I hope he takes some time with it. Don't just throw it out, right? I think he give will. us a couple more he years. Will, he needs to get creative with it because he's got to have a good idea. Yeah, right. Yeah. What What I'm worried about is how successful this movie is. Yeah, that that they're going to try to put that they're going to try to push it out fast. Yeah, I know, and and that's okay. That's okay too. I think he can handle it, man. I don't think think so. I think I think I think Shyamalan needs his own creative time, and you got to let him work under his circumstances. Because if he doesn't, then he's going to push out a crap movie. Well, I guess we're going to find out. Yeah. All right, you guys. uh, I think he should put. I th- wait, hold on. I think he should put something else out before that one. I think so too. Maybe he had, maybe he has something on the back burner that he just wants. Okay, I got this idea. Let me put this out. Then really concentrate on Unbreakable. Yeah, yeah. Well, or, I, whatever I think it's he be called. I think he's already came out and said that that's going to be the next one he wants to do. Take time. So. All right. Well, if you're listening, M Night Shyamalan, because we're worldwide. <laughs> I missed worldwide. <laughs> Take your time, do it right. All right, let's let's wrap this up so we can go back and do our ratings because we have to record that separately. I fucked up. Oh, no, we just give our ratings. All right, you, you guys ready? <laughs> yeah. All right, fuck it. As always, we want to thank you for listening to another episode of the Horror Returns. We would love to hear your feedback and ideas. You can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail dot com. 
Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Podbean. Just search for The Horror Returns. Also look for us on iTunes. And if you like what you hear, please rate us and review us. So we can get those numbers up and continue to bring you guys bigger and better stuff. Next week, it's going to be Resident Evil time, baby. We're going to watch the original Resident Evil as well as the final chapter. So, until the horror returns again, Kevin. Good night.